0: Hey, Red.
1: What's up, (laughs) Oban?
0: Do you know that uh, if you want to support us more, they can go to our Patreon?
1: Yeah. They get Discord community, Ask Madam Red Anything, and a bonus
0: episode. Mm, And I also hear sometimes there's like a little bit of extra sexy content that comes in once in a while.
1: Absolutely. Sometimes I appear naked.
0: Mm, Where should they go?
1: They should go to truenorthdom.com under our support us into our patreon love it you are now listening to the true north dom podcast a discussion of all things kink fetish diaz and sexual curiosities have your safe word ready kinky friends as you join your hosts madam red and oban
0: Hello, Daddy Red. Hi, Rubin. How are you?
1: I'm in excruciating pain.
0: Mm. Is this <laughs> a work injury or a fuck injury?
1: <laughs> um.
0: Maybe. Well, I've been years.
1: dealing with a bad back. Yes. And a pain in my ass from sciatic or piriformis or so. Liter- so literally in your ass. Literally, I've been doing <laughs> massages and Kairos weekly, weekly. Um, so it's a couple hundred bucks a month or a week. Wait a second.
0: Why don't you have a sub that that massages you?
1: Uh, are they an RMT?
0: Oh well, you probably could find one.
1: Yeah. Um, so I'm in I'm in pain, mm, and I had a, you're
0: a little bit sore.
1: Three hour uh, session that was a lot of amazing pegging, and mm. then.
0: Which and aggravated I, it.
1: Um, I don't know if it did or not. It felt fine that day.
0: Yeah, because you were then, in, you were in fuck mode.
1: And then, um, I started working out again, lifting weights, and then I went for a hike today. So I'm. Oh, so
0: in other words, you, <laughs> Daddy, redid it and went too much.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I took it to oh. the next level. Oh so.
0: well, I like seeing your face. I miss your face. <laughs> You. I might miss Bye. your dick more, actually.
1: Yeah, you miss my dick. Oh, you know who else misses my dick? <laughs> my ex. <laughs> my, my, <laughs> I got a text this morning and it's like, I missed you after broke it off in the months ago. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> how are you? Just like casual. I was like, yeah, you miss my dick. <laughs> happened last time
0: <laughs> we yeah.
1: together I broke it off because boundaries
0: right but then, then it's on you but see you don't just cut it off you like it <laughs> you like him coming back to begging
1: I I laugh at it and I do love begging I incorporate yeah, that in scenes I love begging yeah
0: I know when we were when we were doing that chastity thing you kind of said before I said I really want you to do some bagging and I just wasn't in the headspace to do it. But I know you yeah. like begging.
1: Well, you uh, thank you uh for missing my dick. There's a handful of you that does miss my dick and I appreciate yeah. it. I love hearing it. But I haven't had
0: <laughs> your dick for a long time and I wasn't uh I don't know. I'm in a space now. Maybe we'll talk off air. <laughs> yeah, let's I'm keep just, things formal. Oh, you know, you. you know what I've been getting into? You know what I've been getting into lately? So For those who aren't uh, following me uh, daily, like, come on, people, duh, uh, I am still uh, up north. Mike
1: sounds weird open.
0: Oh, what am I doing?
1: It sounds very muffled. Mine? Yeah. Really? Oh, it's fine now. Uh,
0: I think that was probably just a bit of a computer thing. Mm, Okay. Um, Well, we're keeping that in because this is live and raw. So sorry, people. Uh, I'm up north uh, working still but there's a plus to it. I've kind of, I don't know what my journey has been, but I've kind of rediscovered uh, masturbating again. Um,
1: I'm really confused. Can you elaborate more on that? Because I know you masturbate.
0: Yeah, but not almost like masturbation to me was kind of like more like, uh, more like serving a, a need a bit. Okay. And also, too, like, you know, like I've said before, just where I've been living and moving and, and work and stuff, it's just been kind of in the air a little bit, right? So, literally, I've been living, at you know, I've been staying in some uh, friends, ba- you know, beautiful basement suite that I was able to stay in. But, you know, um, not really the space to kind of uh, set up a good play session down there, you know what I mean? There's okay. a difference between getting one off or actually, like, I'm actually getting into kind of... Uh, exploring myself a little bit more. Hmm. And uh, I had a, a really great session last night.
1: Oh, were you thinking about my dick?
0: I actually, you know, it was interesting. And this is this is what I thought was, was quite unique is for me, masturbation was very much like a means to the end. So I was like, for a lot of times, it was like, um, get some porn and wh- whatever the flavor of the day is, what I'm looking at. Look at something, kind of get at it and finish it. Right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Lately, it's just been—it hasn't been anything or anyone specific. It's kind of just been exploring, and it hasn't been—hasn't uh, been watching porn. Hmm. And I kind of got into a little bit of an edging situation last night. Uh, that's kind of what I was going at—not for a long session. And I went, came to a point where I actually, just before I came. I stopped myself, but I actually, like, but I still had come, come out, but yet Mm -hmm. yet I hadn't come. And so I was, so I was still hard and then still going. And then, and then when I came after that, (laughs) dude, I mean, you've seen it. I have a fair decent load. That was a surprising load for me. (laughs) Anyways, um, from a graphic nature, um. I love that. This is actually like you and I's conversation that I guess just everyone has decided to come along for the ride. For.
1: <laughs> I don't know. The last couple times I've masturbated, I go so fucking hard, my wrist hurts.
0: Hey, you've said that before. You got okay, yeah. hurting yourself.
1: I, I don't know. I just get so <laughs> riled up and aggressive, right?
0: But you, God. you said you're not, you're not typically a toy person, right?
1: No, I'm a manual girl. Yeah, right. I, Early use a fake dick or like a vibe uh, or anything you know I actually was um, in a scene recently mm. um, where I had spread eagled and just kind of used a vibe to like masturbate it was really hard to get in my headspace because I had to also because I'm dictating a scene mm. for safe pictures and I have to be yeah. aware of my surroundings right. if it was like with a romantic part something i could be completely vulnerable and not have to worry i mean i right. still would be conscientious of safety but it's yeah, yeah. kind of a different but enjoying it yeah. when you're you're responsible
0: yeah 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 you <laughs> can't get too lost a, into it
1: in, instead of an equally shared activity where you both can be equally shared accountable so
0: Right, but why don't you? I mean, there is a ton of toys out there. Why don't you explore different toys? Or you just haven't found anything um, really.
1: I prefer us? just to uh, hold out and get fucked by a real person. Really.
0: True, but I mean, <laughs> but I, I, like I'm not sitting here saying masturbation. Masturbation in no way replaces getting fucked or fucking someone.
1: I'm just a weird fussy woman.
0: Mm. I
1: really am. I'm a, a huge about quality, and I'm right. I'd rather just be like a starving snake going hungry till I find something I really enjoy. And I,
0: I, I kind of see that. Like I, I've kind of, that's kind of been my mentality too. Um, maybe because I'm up here and I've got, you know, hotel room and I've got the time and space, but yeah, my uh, just kind of different headspace. I don't know. I, I, it was interesting. It was fun. Um, like everything, like, Sex changes, boundaries change, we go different places, you know what I mean?
1: My boundaries have changed a lot.
0: In what sense? Mm
1: -hmm. So, not so much in, well, I guess in lifestyle too, but I don't play so much lifestyle. I don't have any lifestyle play partners because my play is usually with my clients now because it's work and I don't want to experience burnout. But I notice different connections with different clients. And I know other pros have said this as well mm-hmm. where you kind of take each scenario differently, right? Right. And there's times I know in the past, I said, well, for an example, with like porn, and like with this podcast, I was like, I don't want my face seen. I don't yeah, want yeah. people yeah. know. Right. Who I am. My face is so out there. Now.
0: Same, right? I was the same too. Like we were, I remember when we first did it and we've actually taken some pictures, but I don't, I don't think we ever released where your face was in it. And I think mine, and then we were like, Oh, well, we can't release those. And yeah. And now of course, you know, I don't in, care. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and I know like where that was coming from too, but.
0: So where's your boundaries changing now? Like what have you noticed that's changing
1: um I in this is more for my healing purposes and it's been very healing and helping but I struggled with touch. Yes. Yes. You and sadly sadly my love language actually is quality time and touch. <laughs> mm, Cuz I'm right. huge on no cell phones in my presence yes. when playing and mm. when I hang out with friends or traveling. And so quality time's huge and touch shockingly people wouldn't believe it but I actually love giving my touch and receiving touch but due to trauma over the Mm -hmm. years Mm -hmm. I've been very um weird and not liking touch
0: yeah I've noticed that like when I first met you there was very much like it wasn't you know like even when we were playing there was a certain amount of that boundary in there. But the more that you and I, like you and I are at a place where, you know, where we just like to sit on the couch and, and hug or hang out or whatever, right? Like that's a like it's a once you once you get to know someone a little bit, you you're then all touch.
1: Once you earn my trust, yeah, yeah. Then things start bending and sliding and whatever. Right. Uh so I have slowly been integrating touch in my scenes with Strangers or clients, obviously within a certain level of trust. Of course, of course. Um, So I've been having um, shining my latex incorporated, so I can get used to people touching me. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had people massage my feet in a scene and session, so that's helped with um, my. Um, having a stranger or someone right. touch me so I'm slowly getting I find them actually um, more huggy and it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 improving tremendously
0: but I so. think I mean when we talk about boundaries we've always talked about boundaries are are first of all great in um relationships you want to set boundaries especially the more and more complicated relationship is um in a playing dynamic in an ls dynamic um you know a ds dynamic also boundaries are extremely important but it doesn't mean that you can't ever change or renegotiate those boundaries right
1: i've changed changed definitely on mm. several boundaries there's things that i said i wouldn't ever do and i do for certain people or particular you think that's a good thing or a bad thing i think it should be individualized because of a comfort level a trust yeah. level what i'm willing to be vulnerable and share to one person as opposed to another um Boundaries with myself sometimes change due to my self-growth and things that I like and where I'm at in life as well, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, I still have hard things. Like, I wouldn't do anything illegal, like animals, kids, whatever.
0: Of course, of course. But
1: definitely my areas of exploration and what I allow people to do or um, what things I do in scenes mm-hmm. – Definitely changed depending on um, the connection in person and trust level for sure.
0: Yeah, I think boundaries are so important in, um, in a DS and playing dynamic. Like for instance, if you go to a play party. The boundaries are basically rules, right? Lots of times they're set by the party organizer. They're like, okay, here's the mm-hmm. rules. There's no filming. Um, you need to get explicit consent before you can touch someone. Uh, right. People sometimes will be bracelets. The bracelets will, will ha- depending on the color, depends on how that person may be open to something, right? So boundaries, that's a very kind of... Um, in your face, extreme example of boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. But boundaries in um, relationships can be a lot of stuff. I know even when, um, you know, when my ex-wife and I first open up our uh, marriage, we set boundaries. So that was something that, you know, was very important to us. Uh, and I think we've talked about it before. There were three boundaries or three rules, right? Uh, always safe sex. Um, Never around the children, not about obviously not having sex around the children, but we didn't involve our partners with our children. And then also it was um, not in our bed. So we had other rooms and stuff like that. So those were the three boundaries that we negotiated when we started it. I added another, which I've always joked about, which was, you can fuck my wife, but don't drink my whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, because they would come over and they'd, you know, They would see my whiskey. They'd be like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Mm, "No, no, 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 bro! I'm
1: not sharing that with."
0: (laughs) (laughs) When the longer that we were in the relationship, or longer, sorry, that we um, played, those Mm -hmm. boundaries changed. Um, Right. Some of them changed. Uh, We had a we had a point where um, uh, my ex wife started to go started to use condoms without a partner. And she didn't. She didn't tell me that. Um, we kind of came to that. Now I, she was at the time pretty much with only one partner, um, <clears throat> but so that was a bit of contention between us for a little bit. But then we said, okay, if that's the case, then how are we going to do it? So we negotiated that. Right um, later on, we did come to a point where it's like, okay, let's not be ridiculous about this. If someone's going to come over and you want to, if you want to use the bed, go ahead, use the bed. Right, And even eventually, and even now, I mean, now it's different, but, you know, before um, we were introducing partners to our children because we had told our children about it. So even then our boundaries evolved um, and it was the best way we did it was when we had a chance to talk about it, right? Mm -hmm. But I even know in, um, there was another kind of rule or boundary that we set up at the time was every time that we added maybe another partner or someone else that we played with, um, mm-hmm. we would, we would let the other partner know we would let like, cause we were, we consider each other the prime partners. Right. Right. So if I had been, you know, I was on business trips a lot. If I went out and, um, I hooked up with someone at the hotel, I didn't need to, uh, tell my, uh, wife at the time before I did it. Okay. I know some, some partners, you need to actually, some of them want to be introduced to that person or they need to kind of ask permission first. We didn't have that, but yeah. what we needed to do was afterwards I needed to say, okay, um, by the way, I, you know, I slept with someone when we were gone to be like, okay, or there would be, a, right. but it was just like, it was just kind of like, um, I think it was more kind of like keeping an eye on health and, kind of what our activity was at the time. But I do know that I crossed that boundary too. There was a couple times, and I've said this before, even in polyamory and when you're completely open, you can have a, you can have a cheating dynamic. There was one or two people that I ended up playing with. um, And for various reasons, which I, I won't be specific on here, I didn't tell my partner about it. Now, right. I did later on, but there, the reason I did was because of different connections or people or whatever else. And I didn't feel comfortable saying, oh, by the way, I slept with so-and-so. Right. So even within that boundary, even though to somebody that's in a strictly monogamous, say, married relationship, they're like, oh, well, you, you can fuck whoever you want and do whatever you want. There was still boundaries and settings within it. And I even know, like, I even had someone call, I had someone call me on at the time. They're saying, well, if you're not, this is your rule. You're like, it's like, you're cheating. I'm like, wait a second. I'm not cheating on my wife. I can have sex with whoever I want. But they're like, yeah, but you're not. You're
1: cheating the boundaries.
0: Yeah. You're cheating the boundary. The so definition
1: you, of cheating is essentially withholding to your own.
0: Right. Pain. It's the trust and breaking it. Right. And I know um, I've talked about in the past, I broke the trust of my, uh, Dom very early in, in the relationship. Um, and I messed up in that and I was punished. severely. I didn't even think that I was, but it was dramatically um, pointed out to me that I had right within it and, and one of the boundaries within it. So um, boundaries are super important, but it's also okay that they change. I'm um, Right. One of the- one of the biggest boundaries and I know I'm kind of going more into poly here but one of the biggest boundaries i see change within open relationships is love so a lot of couples will start out with okay we're going to open up our relationship and you can have other you can go and have sex with other people but mm-hmm. you can't fall in love with them Okay. Well, that's
1: kind of hard because you hang out with someone, you grow a connection,
0: right? So, but some people set it up. Some that's people. That's why a lot of people end
1: up having affairs with their coworkers because mm-hmm. they're around that they're around person them. all the time.
0: But there are there are people, and there may even people that are listening that have some very set boundaries and ways that they make that work, right? right. So they do it, so they don't. I find that, that boundary is challenged sooner than later. What happens is, I find that sometimes the um, the other partner starts falling in love with another partner, and then it starts. It's it becomes obvious, and yeah. then and then it starts threatening. I remember my wife at the time telling me that I was in love with one of my partners. They're like, "Oh, you're totally in love with her." I'm like, "What? I am?" She's like, "Oh, it's obvious." So,
1: but- I know. As far as boundaries, I know when I'm in a relationship, my boundaries are different. Even with, like, pro work. Sure. Like, I mean, as much as pegging is a very intimate activity, I've only performed it with two of my clients in my whole pro career. Right. In the beginning, I was single, so my my first client ever, I would do that activity because I love it. Mm Yeah. Yeah. And then I didn't cause I reconnected with an ex partner, mm-hmm. um, and try to like work that out. And I just, it didn't work. I terminated that. And so being single again, you know, the beginning of the summer, it's like mm-hmm. my boundaries have now changed Right. I can do X, Y, Z now because I don't have to worry about someone being offended that I'm a sex worker
0: mm-hmm. or right.
1: what are you doing or exposing on the internet of yourself. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to what am I comfortable with? I don't have to deal with that anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. And who knows, that will, may change depending on what changes in my life, right?
0: Yeah, I think we have to be really careful of boundaries, or another word is rules that maybe we set, they can be sometimes set as rules, is sometimes I see them as being used as a way to control the other person, right? Oh, um,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's lots it. of times, <laughs> yeah, and lots of times, it's fed, it's fed from their, um, it's fed from insecurities, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm sure you've read some of my screenshots. I was like, I've seen some of
0: yours, but (laughs) But I was like,
1: fuck this shit. I'm ending this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But it's, it's not unique in, in lots of dynamics. It's it's not unique in DS and where a lot of times there's insecurities that come up. Now it's okay. Like if you, if you come up to a point and later you're like, I need this boundary because I become insecure That's also okay to say. It's not bad to say that you're insecure, right?
1: Absolutely. And I'm more than happy to accommodate in a tactful, Mm solution-oriented way, which I Mm -hmm. feel we've worked through some problems in our partnerships before. Sure we have. I feel I'm pretty decent to work with. I express how I feel. I try to listen. And then, okay. Okay. This, this is I, I,
0: do, I, I, do, I do love that you try to listen because you tend to try
1: to listen yes you tend to, listen.
0: To, you tend to say this is what we're going to do <laughs> and it's not like it's like you, you think that you've discussed it but you've just said we're doing this now we're doing oh, this wait a second uh we're supposed to have a conference, so i either have to accept this or not like but yes, nonetheless we are, we, we're doing this moving forward <laughs> we've 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 bumped heads and worked on it and plus same too right like i've uh, it 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 works for me. I mean partnerships in in what we do and in business sometimes are even more complicated when it comes to love and everything else, right? So it's it can be really interesting. I think but it's it's also too like it's okay to say look and I don't want to use I'm trying not to use very specific examples because I talk to a lot of people and I don't want to I don't want to say examples that that may be too familiar to people that are listening. So, right. But, you know, if there's a situation that's happening and you, you are struggling with that dynamic, I think sometimes what happens is then we're like, you think you either have a choice to accept it or not. Right. And then you, so sometimes
1: you need time to think over stuff. Like I had a situation recently brought up where I'm just going to say it. I share space with another pro dom and she laid down some boundaries because of the powder of my latex was on our floor and I must've missed cleaning it or something. So she was really upset because she had a session Mm -hmm. and the talc from my, um, latex was on the floor and she had to clean that up, which is time out of her day from her client. Yeah, it makes sense. So um, she wrote an email, you know, expressing how it was more time and energy for her. And she was really stressed out and upset and wants to remain, you know, amicable and good terms, supporting me and whatever. But she goes, I have these boundaries. I think it's important that I need to lay down with mm. the use of the space and like seeing this mm. talc powder and so it took me a week to like process because i reacted i was like god i feel like i'm really clean and i respect i'm feeling really respectful and yeah if anyone's in my personal space it's very immaculate and tidy. So, so initially
0: you were you were reactive
1: I was, but I caught that. I knew I was. So I I told myself not to read this today because I Mm -hmm. already had some emotional things going on that day. Mm -hmm. And so I gave it a week because I had no sessions or bookings or anything. So I gave it a week and then reread it and was like, yep, I agree with this. Okay. I can understand that coming from, but I have these things to say. So I'd decompartment, um, right. dissected yeah. it, broke it down, yeah. and then uh, retorted back in a, a solution-oriented way and thanked right. her for right. So it was a a boundary situation, and mm-hmm. it was something mm-hmm. that I have I have to give space sometimes in certain situations, yeah. whether it's a couple days or whatever, and then.
0: Yeah, I think the I mean, obviously, I think what we keep coming back to is whether you're whether you're telling your boundaries or hearing someone's boundaries, or discussing it, it all comes down to communication. I think we've talked about this lots of times. And so How
1: communicate. right.
0: And if you have a partner comes to you, and there's something that they want to do, and they kind of say, well, this is this is the new normal. Um, you kind of got to go with it. Otherwise, I don't want it. Otherwise, I can't deal with it or whatever else. Um, It's still okay for you to then say, okay, it's not fair that you've said to me it's yes or no. But let's come back and say, okay, so this is the situation that we're doing right now. But if if that's what we're going to do, here's how I'm reacting to it. And so I need, this is what I need out of it. So I'll give a bit of an example maybe from myself is there was a point in our uh, polydynamic when I was married was sometimes I would have more partners or my wife would have more partners at the time, right? And sometimes there's a little bit of uh, jealousy or you're feeling, you know, that that person's playing a lot more, you're definitely feeling insecure in whatever the case was. Um, and there was a certain couple things that were going on, which I wasn't I wasn't feeling great about, and I knew that I was coming from a place of insecurity because I just it things weren't going the way I was hoping for relationship wise at the time. And what I kind of realized about myself is I actually just needed some more reassurance. From My partner, my main partner at the time. So the way that that worked for me is I knew I needed a little bit more physical touch. So what I communicated is I'm like, okay, this is what it means. But then I need, I need some reassurance that what we have is good. And so I, you know, I negotiated a boundary where I'm like, okay, that I get that. But I definitely need a little bit more hugs, and a little bit more physical touch or something like that. Right. And it, it really did help. And vice versa there was a time when I was going oh you've got some communication books
1: so you remember when we had cam backists on the mm-hmm. podcast
0: yes, yes yes this
1: was the book that he recommended and I finally got around to having time I like to read yeah. before I go to bed I, I do like mm-hmm. I try to do different things I try to do sukutsu puzzles try to challenge my brain and I try to read and get off the phone and it's mm-hmm. Nonviolent communication by Marshall B. Rosenberg. And it's how to communicate with empathy, collaboration, authenticity, and freedom. Yeah. And it gives some great examples and it's actually a pretty good book. I'm actually gonna lend it to my uh
0: Well, why don't we we'll put it in the let's put it in the notes so people if they want to grab that book, they can. I think I think empathy is really huge when you're hearing someone else's boundaries because you want to hear what you want to think of yourself from their place, right? Another example, which I think I've mentioned before, is I kind of came to a situation with, uh, with a partner or two of mine where we were uh, going away a lot more because I was on business trips and I was taking them with me on these business trips. And yeah. my partner, my wife at the time, was, was, was reacting to that. And it, her reaction was, I don't like that you're doing this. But when we had a chance to talk about it, it wasn't that she wanted to go with me. She wanted her
1: partner.
0: Yeah. But what was happening is her partner basically wasn't stepping up. So her other partner, she wanted her other partner to take her away on trips. So what we did, we ended up just a second. What we ended up doing here is I helped give the space and time so that that other partner could maybe step up, right, and allow it.
1: That's what I like about this book is because way people react, it's not always what they're upset. There's an underlying reason, like you just it said. Is. That's right. And that's, right. that's what I really like about this um, book because sometimes, you know, you don't know if someone's saying a nasty comment about dishes or something or whatever is right. because they're feeling insecure or upset because your time is elsewhere or whatever. like what's the underlying trigger?
0: Right. When, that's right. When we come back to where you were starting, how your boundaries are changing about touch when your boundary is no touching. Right. And that's how it comes off. But you, the way that it's evolved is while well, there's a reason it is. And so, and now it's like, okay, my boundaries evolving. So what, am, what kind of touch am I okay with? And how do I, how can I do that so that, that I feel safe with the situation and it, it was about, you know, the, I feel trusted that they trust me on it. Right. Vice you versa, know, yeah. I mean, breaking someone's trust and it sucks. I've I'm unfortunately as a person, I've broken people trust. And I'm not even talking on big things. I, I, I break people's trust. People's trust have been broken with me and it can be on small things and creating trust and creating a safe environment um, is, is the best. And, and unfortunately, if you break that, uh, it's extremely hard to recover from it, even if it's an innocent. It's like
1: negative mistake. bank account trying to get out of that. No, <laughs> it's like, how do you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not sitting here as some genius in relationships. Right. So, but I mean, Oh, I'm a genius. No. Are you? Oh, wow. <laughs> look, look at us geniuses sitting here by ourselves on a fucking Sunday.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: but, I mean, boundaries in kink change right like I you know there was things that I well, wouldn't I do extremely right there was things that I wouldn't do on kink wise one of the things that I initially began with was I didn't want to have any kind of humiliation hmm. right any kind of humiliation because I was thinking I don't want anyone uh because I've the biggest thing you Okay, I've but,
1: smashed caked and called you a pig tied up to a tree.
0: But I've grown from that. And, and the initial, when it started, it was, it started that like the, the triggers that would have for me is the biggest thing for all my life. And, and, in whatever things, if someone wanted to say something to you, they say, you fucking fat pig or you fucking, you know, whatever. Right. And that was a trigger. And I knew that if I was with someone is if they wanted to humiliate me, that's where they would go. But when I understood that trigger in my mind, and then when I was able to trust a partner's or partners I was with, and even if that is being said or, and I still don't completely understand it, to be honest, but I know that someone can use and abuse and humiliate you, but they're totally, they're, it doesn't feel like that. In fact, it, it kind of feels like the opposite because you know, that you trust them and you care for them and then you know that they care for you.
1: It's, it's the energy.
0: It is. Yeah.
1: It's the energy. Like there's times I can play with someone and know they're not into it. And because the energy and I can do the same scene with someone else and there's just a beautiful flow. Uh, Yeah. It's just hot. It's beautiful. It's just, you can say the same things. I mean, we're all different, but yeah.
0: Right. I mean, if you and I played in, in that kind of, those kind of scenarios, I would not have any concerns about that. But if I went to a pro that I've never met before and I just went for a session, I would never, I, my list of do's and don'ts or my boundaries would be quite large. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know this person from Adam. Right. And I don't know their motivations. Right. So I right, think, right. I mean, as a person, our boundaries are going to grow as we grow in experience grow in security and in trust. I mean, i just was talking to someone this week and I, you know, they were having some issues just in a vanilla relationship here, but he was definitely coming from a place of insecurity. He was like, Oh man, this dude's, this dude is hitting on her. This dude's hitting on her. Why is she letting him hit? And I'm like, dude, she doesn't give a shit that he's hitting on her but i'm going to tell you right now you acting like this this the the most unsexy thing in the world is a insecure person the most sexy thing in the world is someone that's confident
1: you know it's funny i um my first husband of 7 years we went to new zealand together i paid for us to go over there for a month yeah and
0: did you see any kiwi
1: <laughs> no what i love about chad uh was if i got hit on some guys i guess on this white water after we went on a class mm-hmm. five rapids mm-hmm. trip and these guys were hitting on me and they i didn't know it um but i guess they were all in the locker room and they didn't know that he was my husband at the time
0: sure sure so they're doing like, locker room talk yeah
1: yeah, and they're like, oh, that, that American girl, you know, like her skirt and they were like, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Chad come out, we got in the car and he goes, I felt really like pride and proud. And I was like, mm. oh, okay, what's up? And he goes, those guys were like hella hitting on you and talking about you. Right, and I was like, right, right. oh, you're just saying that. He goes, and I was like, yeah, I tap that shit every day.
0: <laughs> it's the same. I mean, I've had <laughs> My partners lots of times would get hit on and I just would be there because I was I was confident in the place that we were at the time um, and what we're going on. But I've also known with partners that I was a little bit less secure, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm. Oh wait, she hasn't returned my text. What's going on? Oh my goodness, why isn't she returned my text? Oh blah, blah, my blah, god! Blah, blah, blah. Are you and one then you of go down the guys. spiral, and then you you send something, and that just makes you look like the most, you know, you 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 look crazy, and you you look desperate, and it looks horrible, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean, but those are that's coming from a a place of insecurity, and then we set those boundaries because we're scared about ourselves, right?
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, off record of boundaries, mm. um, I've gotten some new toys that I've gotten Ooh. to play with. What toys? Um, I ordered a sex machine for my sessions, and I finally got to explore it. Um, and there's some, it's funny when you play with things for the first time because you learn about them. So, um, there's definitely some things I have to like tweak because as it's fucking, it moves around, <laughs> so it needs to be against something. So or mounted, you know?
0: describe it for the audience. What type it's of machine? It's
1: a uh, Hissmith, uh professional um, fuck machine.
0: Okay, so like, what is it? Like a box? Is it uh, strapped with a rod with a dildo? Or what?
1: Um, I don't know. It's um elongated with um so a big long rod a big long rod mounted with a motor and the the two t uh stands at each end yeah and it's got clips that you can move up and down to you can change the angle on it and then it's got a um wheel that you can change as far as the the torque and the depth of the thrusting so. right
0: so it'll machine it'll run and basically thrust and then you mount it and then that will that then do you can you change the the dildos on it or is those oh totally well, okay, totally yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. so um, you,
0: you would fuck someone with it or yourself
1: um someone else i i don't want to fuck it
0: <laughs> really you haven't tried it
1: uh no i haven't yeah i've got like this almost thousand dollar piece of equipment it's i think i paid like almost 800 700 yeah yeah.
0: and you you have no interest in trying it
1: so for my birthday i've been fucked by a fuck machine
0: yes you've told me this story go on yeah
1: it was um my birthday and i was on a trip at the hot springs with femdoms we ordered Mm -hmm. a beautiful cabin Mm -hmm. and um The twist is um, I got fucked by a fucked machine, Mm -hmm. and they took turns smashing cake in my face. (laughs) Uh, It was pretty fun, not going to lie, but it didn't, like, turn me on. It just felt like something jackhammering. Did you get off on it? No. 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 Dildos don't give it. Now, if it was a real person fucking me from behind and having their mm. hands all over my ass, oh mm. my god!
0: Well, are you I'd more like, are okay. you more clitoral or are you more vaginal?
1: Um, I can do both, okay. both depending on the motions and what it is. Sure. I used to be very clitoral, but because of the intense sexual activity and foreplay with a past partner, I can mm. be vaginal. Cool, but. I don't know. I guess if I try my fuck machine, I'll let you guys know, but it's not a high priority of interest. So we're not
0: going, so, okay, what I was trying to get to, we're not testing this on one of our podcasts?
1: Um, We can, I guess, if you want to.
0: I mean, I think Uh, our audience would love to hear that.
1: Um I'm sure they would But they're not gonna see it
0: (laughs) Oh they won't see it No no of course not Um Or maybe we need to have someone come over and try it (laughs) I'm sorry (sighs) Sorry. (laughs) I took a hit of vape A little too heavy there (laughs) I said maybe we need Maybe we have someone else try it
1: Like you we could fuck you in the butt I've got the tiniest dildo in the world Oh my god (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of dildos, I mm. got a really nice dildo. Oh. Uh, highly recommend it to anyone out there. Some people recommended it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got five star reviews, thousands of reviews. They sell it through Pink Cherry, but I went through Betty's Toy Box, mm-hmm. and it's called the Vixen Mustang. And what's neat about this cock is it acclimates to your body temperature Mm -hmm. and also uh it's very soft and the silicone skin moves back and forth like a real
0: like a real penis oh and so
1: um i have Mm -hmm. a really amazing client that uh i feel invests quite a bit into me and tributes Mm -hmm. and tips Mm -hmm. so i bought this uh cock for them exclusively Nice. it's, it's very expensive. It's probably by far the most expensive cock that's out there. It's almost mm-hmm. 200 US.
0: Just for the but dildo.
1: I, but I'll say, if you want a really good quality dick, mm-hmm. it's it's well worth every penny.
0: Nice. Nice. So
1: I did leave a nice review uh, through Betty's Toy Box um, on that cock. So yeah, I definitely recommend people to check out that dick as well. Um,
0: so you talked about a few toys or was there anything else?
1: Um, I have a piss funnel gag that I was exploring with while just pouring water down. We've got, so I'm looking at exploring my own production of porn lately. Yep, yep. Um, I'm still willing to work with Switch Kitchen, but I have some creative ideas that I want to execute on my own. Yeah, so yeah. recently I just did a porn, like an old traditional silent film style, like a Charlie Chaplin.
0: Oh, interesting. interesting. And
1: originally that's what the asshole's birthday was supposed to be like, but um, it just, it didn't happen yeah. that way. So I went on my own to make that... Uh, come to fruition a reality and i've invested in all this um equipment Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. training myself how to use editing programs and how to use my equipment so there's gonna be i'm hoping the goal is to release a daddy red production one a month depending on models and what i can get done with Mm -hmm. pro sessions and other work um but yeah, I'm looking to utilize this piss funnel and I might show my pussy. Oh. I might get fucked. I haven't decided. Mm. That's kind of goes in with the boundaries too.
0: Right, you're still discussing boundaries. Interesting.
1: I'm, Interesting. I'm figuring out how I want to do this. And I'm also thinking about being a really cunt, how I disperse the movie out there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good. Like it's
0: I like this idea of you taking, uh, doing a little bit of production and stuff like that. Of course, we do want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Switch Kitchen. They do sponsor us. And of course, um, we do love their, um, BDSM ethically produced porn, which we're very proud to have them support us. Um, you can find them at switchkitchen.xyz and we thank them for sorting. Yes. Shout out to Alex and, um. We thank them for supporting us. And when you support them, it helps us.
1: Yes. So, yeah, that's kind of been a new journey. Um, I've got some scripts written out. It's just coming down to finding bottoms, males, mm. females who want to partake in it. Right, I haven't right, put right. a, an active role into seeking, right? Um, right, right, right. And, yeah, definitely been exploring my own creative interests. I have a photo shoot tomorrow where I wouldn't say I'm a masochist, but I've got a shit ton of feathers going in my skin for this photo shoot that we're hiking in the woods. (laughs) And then um,
0: I'm getting – You're going to have some needles.
1: Yeah. After we hike all the way in, we're going to have to stick needles in me and do the photo shoot. So it's going to be –
0: it's going to be intense.
1: We practice it out. Those who follow my social media saw the practice of it. Mm-hmm. I was quite and... surprised,
0: actually, those didn't get taken down, to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah, because uh, OnlyFans doesn't allow needles. Mm. So we'll wait and see. And um, I kind of went into a slight medical shock. I'm not. Oh, really? I don't do well with pain. Like, I remember getting my tattoo. <laughs> Sorry.
0: I just find it so
1: funny. <laughs> well, I I was thinking about that. Like I, my whole back is covered in tats since I was 18. Right. right. And I try to get it touched up in my early 30s. But after like two hours, I tapped out. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there having needles done. And I went into like a kind of like when I did my submission with Panther getting beaten. Mm. I went into like a medical shock. and almost like blacked out.
0: Um, I won't say um, which doms, but we know a daddy dom who's quite sadistic, but cannot, cannot stand the sight of needles or take needles themselves.
1: You know what's funny? My (laughs) daddy is going to be there at that photo shoot watching the needles it inside me yeah
0: hmm, interesting. he's
1: uh thinking about pushing his boundaries
0: see i love I that <laughs> i love that um, i love pushing your boundaries because when you push boundaries within a safe and trusting environment it opens you up to new experiences and new things and that's phenomenal when we can do that so i yeah, mean it's think- kind of
1: interesting huh <laughs>
0: It he's is. Talking
1: and, about boundaries, and I'm like, well, the funny thing is, he's actually um, considering being a giver of needles and getting over
0: that. Yeah, I mean, I think you know we joke about it, but right, like you know, you start um, you start doing one thing, and then you try something else, and then you're like, oh, you start going down this path, and then you're like, yeah, fuck, oh, I'll do, I'll do all that kind of shit, right? And that's then
1: that's the scary thing I was thinking about because it's like, okay, I have always said this is a boundary and i'm not going to do this and i've done it
0: mm-hmm.
1: so what's the next level i'm going to take it's up to you like I, I and i understand that it's like okay and i think that's why i like what i love about bdsm is i'm a risk taker in life I, I jump off cliffs i cave dive i ice yeah yep. and once I accomplish it, I'm like, what's the next level I can take
0: this? I'm a a risk taker. I wake up every morning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so with this lifestyle, it's like, what's the next hardcore level that I can go?
0: That's cool. Like, I think that's, but do you, okay, let me ask you something. I don't know if I'm going to phrase this question right. Do you feel that you're betraying your old self by by now changing this boundary?
1: No, because the way I look at it is we're constantly changing as human beings, right?
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like
1: there's things in us that are still our true core self. But when you're exposed to situations, circumstances, and you grow and you learn more and you evolve or you meet certain people that shed a light and you open other doors, Mm -hmm. I, I don't feel I'm betraying myself at all. I I agree. I feel if anything I'm growing. Mm -hmm. And if, if hypothetically like a boundary or situation happened and I was like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. Mm. I honestly don't think I would be mad at myself. I would be like, okay, I learned from that maybe it wasn't time or maybe that should just remain a boundary then.
0: Right. I mean, I, I think the biggest boundary that you and I both had at one time was we're not going to show our faces and yeah. we do. In fact, we're, we're encouraging it, right? We're excited about doing live events. We want yeah. people to come see us. Right. And we're going to have to be, they're going to see our faces. Right. Right. And, and it's
1: like me, I'm thinking about, possibly showing my Mm -hmm. pussy in a porn well i don't know we'll see it's a it's a bound oh they're gonna be blindfolded (laughs) 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 it's actually one of my friend's boyfriends so i had to ask consent from her to see if she was cool with it and like because i needed a model into this certain type of Mm -hmm. thing and so um they're definitely again that's a boundary like i had to have this discussion to make sure that it's not gonna ruin a friendship and that boundary is respected right
0: yeah respecting their boundaries and what they have together absolutely yeah well Well, um i'm glad we got to spend some time together and shoot and talk about boundaries and i can't wait to see you on the fuck machine (laughs)
1: Oh man Wait, i'll mull it over i'll mull it over
0: all right well um why don't you take us out
1: well if you guys enjoyed us and would like to listen more of us or catch up on old episodes you can find us at true north dom that's d-o-m-n-e dot com
0: mm-hmm. you can
1: also find us on apple Podcasts, spotify um and rate us there if you'd like to support us that way you can also support us by becoming a Patreon, <clears throat> and Patreons get uh, bonus episodes and exclusive content through Open and I. We just did a contest yeah, yeah. Uh, where we gave a merch uh, giveaway to yeah. um, a winner of our Patreon. One of our
0: Patreons, yeah. They're very so excited.
1: Don't miss out on that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I got. I noticed last time I forgot to put all that. I was very distracted and disappointed in the episode, but I had a lot of shit. I just want to be honest and vulnerable you, here.
0: You know what i I think I think our audience knows and it and it comes from, I mean, this isn't our preferred method of recording a podcast or you know no,
1: natural like we, we
0: prefer to be in the room, but it's important and and we really uh, it's really important to us that we get our content out. And uh, we make sure that we do that on a regular basis. And I know we put that together, and both of us are quite busy. Um, So, yeah,
1: I wasn't really happy with the quality. Mm, And I hated my voice. And I just, oh, yeah. Anywho, sorry, guys. (laughs) Keep it kinky, keep it freaky. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.